Welcome to episode 354 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast, a podcast about life if your life is all about Parkrun. I'm Ollie Spake and I'm joining from Dorawal country. And I'm Melissa Ellis and I'm joining from Wurundjeri country. And welcome back, Ollie, and happy birthday for last week. Thank you very much, Mel. Thank you. Thank you to you and Tok for the shout out. Thank you, everyone. Um, as of as things currently stand, I haven't had a chance to say thank you to everyone, but um, really bowled over by all of the kind, lovely messages for my birthday, uh, which was really just another parkrun day. And Ollie, you got a moustache for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How kind was that? <laughs> Lucky me. <laughs> Yeah, whoops. That gave me a little shock when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Luigi. Yeah, well, Mario, <laughs> according to the kids. Um, I won't try the accent, but uh, needless to say, it was meant to be a joke. It pretty much still <laughs> is a joke, but um, but it sticks. I like it. It's growing on me. Yeah. <laughs> At first yeah. I kind of went, what the hell? <laughs> Uh, it was um it was interesting because uh it's been a weekend full of birthdays and uh, yesterday which was sunday was in fact my mother-in-law's birthday um we're both librans and we we went to this refurbished lodge at a nearby place called jamboree and it's it's amongst the woods and it's it's been done up it's really quite fancy in places it's got a bit of a bar with uh if anyone's seen the white lotus it's got that kind of um um I don't know the right terminology for it, the style. I haven't um, seen the White Lotus. Where's Kathy when I need her? <laughs> oh, well, it's good fun, but uh, getting uh, getting off track there a little. Um, it's it's got a very, I'd say, you know, seventies feel to it. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, with the moustache and the the yellow and brown shirt, um, it didn't go unnoticed when I was sat. I was placed next to uh, one of my mother-in-law's friends who, of course, he also has a moustache. <laughs> so, uh, it is very <laughs> 70s. Yeah. So, um, oh, good for you for yes, being brave. Yes, I've got a moustache. <laughs> yeah. And we did share a photo of you with your wonderful birthday cake uh, on the Consolidated Club Report this week. If anybody wants to have a little look of Ollie and his moustache. Yeah, and what a cake. Um, still kind of finishing the cake. Um, it's awesome. Did you get to bring it home? Was there leftovers? Yeah, how cool's that? Nice. <laughs> it looked pretty special. Yeah. She's a pretty good baker, that Beck Bailey. Uh, but do you want to give us a recap of the morning? I suppose I should. So, surprise, surprise, I spent Parkrun Day just gone, you know, International Parkrun Day, Parkrun's 19th birthday, and my... <clears throat> 40th! Hooray! 40th, <laughs> 40th birthday uh, at Shell Harbour Park Run, and it was a lovely one. Uh, I was also fortunate to be able to begin the day with a bit of Women's Super League, so that's the uh, the women's kick yay over in England, uh, watching a couple of the Matildas playing for Arsenal there before I headed, well, I, I was given a few presents. Uh, that, was, that was a nice treat, and... My eldest daughter and her partner, who were staying over the night before, very quickly abducted Ava and took her off to Parkrun, so I didn't even have to worry about her after um, the, the Shell Harbour event team crew 
uh, Brendan and M in this case, had shown up the day before and collected all the gear. So oh, I had nothing to do. Perfect. Um, I'd planned to go and set up the course. Of course you, you know, did. Be there nice and early. <laughs> <laughs> but I just just rocked up and, um, yeah, yeah, understated me, was greeted with uh, some inflatable 40 balloons and um, cards and all sorts of paraphernalia and, uh, yes, some baked goods, um, treats, snacks, and, and not just from Beck, but, yes, um, Beck, the, uh, the biker Baker Bailey, uh, outdid herself um, with an amazing chocolate cake covered with chocolate and filled with chocolate. That's usually how chocolate cakes roll. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> this one just rolled a bit more. Um, but, yeah, Beck was run director, so uh, it didn't end there and I was um, fortunate enough to have uh, all 202-odd participants oh. sing me happy birthday and take a big zoomy shot together. And I'm sure that uh, many of those Poor folk that had just shown up for their 5K walk or run <laughs> had no idea whatsoever what was going on, but um, good on them for getting into the spirit of things. <laughs> but, um, yeah, hugely appreciative to my um, wonderful event team and Shell Harbour community who kept it all a secret and showed up with a Zoomy photo collage. Oh. Um, I have... Yeah, not seen that many pictures of me in the one spot and clearly I've zoomed quite a bit because there seem to be a lot of photos of that. So the collage was just you doing all the zoomies? Just just me. Well, there were other people. You're in it, Mel. You're there. Yes. Am I? How come I haven't seen this on social media? Ah, right. Well, it's it's there. It's somewhere there. Um to be honest, I'm still sifting through um, because I'm not quite up to speed with my social media at the moment. But okay, I've got a job for the office lady. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, yeah. So those behind it, and and yeah, my uh, my darling daughter Hannah had um, many many leftover photos of me that she kindly donated to me for my birthday <laughs> doing zoomies. <laughs> And a card, so people wrote on the card as well. But the fun didn't end there, Mel. I, I did have the opportunity to park run, so I completed the park run course. Uh, it felt harder than ever. And I was a very proud dad also because I had Ava and Hannah both barcode scanning and they had lined up their volunteer Aww. milestones. So Ava was doing her junior 10 volunteer milestone and Hannah her 50th volunteer milestone, um, both on the same day and very conveniently on my birthday. Oh, that's clever. Good girls. Well done. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, naturally I had to order them both milestone <laughs> shirts when we went Good for dad. coffee afterwards. But, um, yes, thank you very much, everyone, for everything. And thank you, Mel, for my Collingwood socks as well, <laughs> my magpie socks and my big Tassie Devil coin um got some new treasured items they, they went straight to the pool room uh the socks did take a detour as noted i did wear them to <laughs> park run day prior to the one just gone hooray and obviously you're welcome, it worked. You're welcome mm -hmm. that collingwood won <laughs> <laughs> by the way do we have our um our regular <laughs> theme music back <laughs> oh, you'll just have to wait till the edits <laughs> yes yeah but uh, look there's my my day and and naturally the entire 
birthday and weekend uh, was spent with family and a nice a nice run on Sunday morning on, on a bit of Saddleback Mountain as well. So lots of favourite things. Oh, sweet. And you haven't even had the office party yet. No, that's right. That's right. Um, oh. I've seen the streamers, so great job. <laughs> great job. I particularly like the one that's made entirely out of Post-its, uh, which must be Tox <laughs> now because I put mine away. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yes, yes. yes. But So that was my excitement, Mel, uh, a lot of excitement and um, where I noted I began the day with football, I got to end it with football. My A-League men's team, Sydney FC, went and won the cup on my birthday as well. So they beat, um, they beat a team from Queensland. It seems to be the going trend. And, and yeah, yeah, a good, oh. a good day. I like how you're trying to slide the soccer back in, Ollie. It's just, you know, it's too soon. We're still talking about AFL. We just care about Collingwood. Yeah, we do care about <laughs> Collingwood. But you know what else we care about, Mel? Mm-hmm. Speedy times in oh. uh, what is obviously a state that is very good to you. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, you want to hear about my weekend? Yes, please. Okay. Well, Martin. And I, yes, Martine, we're getting around a lot lately. We travelled to Parramatta, (laughs) (laughs) a.k.a. Parramatta, on the traditional lands of the Darug people. And as you may remember from last week's episode, it was event 501 with 338 participants. And we were joined by Chris Fraser, who kindly hosted and chauffeured us, and Andrew Blander, who popped in for a front in his racy, adventurous coloured Hyundai i30N. Luckily, after some ordinary weather during the week, the morning was reasonably mild and the sky was blue, giving me the courage I needed for my PB attempt. Now, I don't usually let myself get too carried away with times, but I've been dancing around so close to that 30-minute mark that the lure of the achievement, and perhaps wanting to impress someone, was spurring me on. So I did a couple of things I don't usually do. I left my phone in the car. Yeah, no mid-run photos this week. And (laughs) I shed the jacket before I began. Now, 338 is a decent number to navigate, and had I had the opportunity to self-seed properly, I may have found myself rather further back in the pack. But as we walked to the flags and the RD called start, I was off before I knew I was perhaps further forward than I should have been. (laughs) (laughs) Parameter Park Run is essentially a double out and back. There is a small rise at the approach to the turnaround at one end, which rewards you with a giddy downhill. I agreed with Martine when she said it felt like a short 5K. It really did. I'm a big fan of the configuration. For most of the run, you're running alongside the Parameter River. So anyone who, like me, enjoys running by water will be impressed with the sights. Also, aside from a small grass finish, the course is entirely on wide pavement, contributing to the reputation it has for being a fast course. Sadly, we were not able to catch up with Lee Cabarita. That's her porn name (laughs) on the morning. But we're sending you a great big hug, Lee. Perhaps I can see you on my next visit. The large numbers meant for a very festive vibe and I did notice many people just happy to mill around the finish area, seemingly in no hurry to leave. Eventually we headed off to Cafe 47 for coffees and milkshakes. Oh, and maybe you're wondering about my time. Well, I did break 30 minutes and it was my fastest time since January 2020 at Kerrang Regional. Got to be happy with that. 
Yes. Wow. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you smashed it, Mel. Um, yeah, there, there was no dancing around 30 minutes. Um, I'm pretty sure you were. Um, Holly, I took a minute off my time. Mm, you sliced it up. So it just actually really does reflect on how I probably don't warm up properly or really try very hard in the first kilometre, take too many photos and shouldn't be trying to wriggle out of my jacket. And I don't know about you, but I also tend to run a little faster after being transported in Chris's boot. <laughs> you, did, you, you did travel in the boot too, didn't you? Or was that just me? No, I got the front seat. That just, that's just you. <laughs> oh, dear. No, it was a really good weekend and, well, it wasn't even, oh, it wasn't a weekend. It was a really good overnight trip. Yes. And catching up with Chris, of course, and uh, Andrew Blander, who joined us for the milkshakes coffee. And, uh, yeah, no, it was fun. It was a really good weekend. And, yes, uh, New South Wales is being very kind to me with my runs at the moment. I'm spending a lot of time in your state. I'm actually thinking you guys need to come down and visit me more often. Uh, well, when it's such a great state up here, oh. you know. But... Yeah, it it was a pleasure to have you in the state, Mel, and uh, and well done, well done. Very speedy time. Thank you. Ah, but in news and discussion, Mel, we we've we've had a bit of a tip off of a, a funny little coincidence. Two individuals over there in the UK running the same time in subsequent positions. Is that is that the right? No, um, yeah, subsequent, it, well, sequential. Sequential, yep. yeah. Sequential positions. Um, yeah, positions 195, 196, both occupied by James White. Or perhaps I should say each occupied by James White and um, supposedly no relation to one another. But congratulations, James White and James White. I know, quite astounding, isn't it? When <laughs> I first saw this uh, share, I assumed it might have been a father-son because often, you know, they will mm, share a mm. name if it's a junior, James mm. White Jr., for example. But no, apparently not. Apparently these two individuals are completely unknown to each other. So uh, what are the chances? Quite low, I believe. Mm. So, yeah, do share with us any more interesting coincidences out there that you notice, anyone. Mm. Mm. What's it called when you do the same time at in subsequent weeks, yeah. sequential weeks. Yeah, there's me stumbling again. That's <laughs> no, the Groundhog I, Day. I was going to say, yeah, yes. that's it. It's kind of a weird twist on Groundhog Day, isn't it? Yes. It's like happened on the same day. Yeah, it's double day. It's um, like do, 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 Yeah, evil twin. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's the evil one? Yes. <laughs> anyway, now on to me. I would also like to acknowledge, Ollie, that Tox's arbitrary comment about our recent Batemans Bay trip was mentioned on With Me Now this week. Yes. Yes, I do realise it's arbitrary, Danny. <laughs> but round numbers, they're just nice to celebrate. And, of course, we listen to our With Me Now friends every week. And, actually, I particularly liked the conversation Danny and Nicola had this week about Junior Parkrun, being as I am, of course, an ED of one of Australia's five junior events. I do echo their views on the difficulty in spreading the word of junior parkrun in the wider community. 
This is something we struggle with at Ainsbury, being that we are the smallest of the five events in Australia. I know Parkrun was supportive of me in launching the event in Melbourne's Outer West to target an area where physical activity is perhaps not as prevalent in the broader community. But we 100% find that the challenge is really in getting the parents to bring the kids rather than the kids' willingness to participate. My personal opinion is that our target demographic is not the kids already doing soccer, footy, netball or little aths. Those kids are already active in community sports. Mm. We want to reach the kids who aren't participating in regular outdoor activity, the kids who aren't picked first for the sports teams, the kids who are always on their devices and could benefit from fresh air and non-competitive activity. They're the kids we want to engage. They're the kids with the most to gain and they're the kids we need to reach. I have letterbox dropped the local area with flyers. I have asked local schools to put notices in their newsletters. I've pinned flies to community notice boards and I've had them added to council websites. I have done as much as I can as an ED, as a volunteer, and I just wish that Parkrun in Australia could support us a little more on their socials to help us because I don't know what else I can do and I believe in Junior Parkrun so passionately and I want it to succeed. Yeah, I certainly don't have the involvement. I've still not been to a junior park run, shamefully. But, yeah, I have to agree with you, Mel. It's it, 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 it's something that yeah, it would be great to see a, another level of support. And, and, and maybe it's not even you know, Park Run Australia. Maybe it's, you know, it's, it's sponsorship and, and partnership or, or something. But, um, but it, yeah, a lot does fall to our volunteers and they are wonderful volunteers. And, and don't get me wrong, Park Run Australia are also wonderful and supportive in so many ways. But yeah, it could make a difference. Well, juniors don't have sponsors, so Mm, mm. um, whether that factors into it and as we have been made aware, Parkrun in Australia is under review, junior Parkrun, I should say, in Australia is under review. There's a feasibility study happening. As an ED, I I don't know what that means. I don't know Mm. if that means, you know, that we could have the pin pulled on us. Up or down, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. At the moment, there's a halt on any expansion of Junior Park Run in Australia until they complete their feasibility study. So what if they decide it's not feasible? Where does that leave us? You know, how, how can we tr- continue to try to promote and grow our event if we don't know we've got a future? So mm, we're in a little bit of a hard situation. Uh, oh, look, the other events um, around Australia are very successful and are doing very well. Uh, we, we are a small event in a in a different demographic so we face different challenges to those other events but um yeah but our team is very passionate about bringing junior park run to the community so we don't want to lose it no no and and understandably so i mean my hope always with anything like a feasibility study is that it helps us understand it understands you know helps us understand you know what what are some of the things that as you've alluded to with the other junior park runs in australia you know that that do make them successful demographics and and location you know, absolutely uh, and you know, what are the unique characteristics of places like ainsbury uh, and what would what would help them succeed as well as so many others so 
yeah, my hope is that it gives a greater depth of understanding to, you know, to to be able to take a, a considered approach rather than, yeah, arbitrarily up or down and um, and, and make a call. But, uh, yeah, it's, I take solace in the fact that, you know, the, the huge amount of support uh, that has come from the community around your local junior park run or your junior park run, I should say, mm-hmm. Um and and many of the others have made such a huge difference already. So um, you know this this wouldn't be here. This wouldn't be possible without those volunteers and you know without the support in standing up from from Parkrun. Ollie, you can put you can put a junior event in the middle of a very active community and it will mm. succeed. Do you know what I mean? Like yes, when you when you're trying to get activity in an area that doesn't have that demographic, there's the challenge. Yeah. So we're on the back foot, I guess, to start with. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, I just know we're doing. Oh, we're doing all we can. <laughs> yes. Anyway, no, but it was good to listen to Danny and Nick Nick talking about it and understanding that over there in the UK, you know, they've they've got some very similar thoughts uh, to what we've got over here about the awareness of junior park run in the greater community well said well let's watch this space yes together we can make change (laughs) oh but anyway ollie we should probably move on we've spoken long enough and we've got a roving report this week caveman cam has popped up and he is coming to us from abroad so let's have a listen to caveman cam G'day everyone, it's Caveman Cam from WA and I find myself on a wee bit of an adventure today. I'm at Mensola Park Run in Florence, in Italy. How fun is that? Oh, it is event number 114 for this park run that usually attracts about 20 to 30 people. But today, I think the Australian contingent doubled that. We've had a really fantastic turnout. Now let's go have a chat to the run director, see what this park run's all about. All right, everyone, I'm here with Ricardo. Hi, Ricardo. Hey. Hey, so you're the run director today. How was today's event? It's a good event. It's nice. We have a lot of people, a lot of Australians. So we are happy today to have all people here now. Oh, that's fantastic. So can, can you tell me a little bit about Men's Solar Park Run? Uh, we started in uh, July two years ago, so July 2021. Okay. After the COVID, we supposed to start with COVID, but uh, it was impossible for this reason. We have some, uh, for the first time, you understand that uh, Susie, that is our heaven director, was here alone and found our guys that trying to find the North Mansell Park Run. So we are up today that uh, have so many people that is manage the first time, only one people, today is quite 50. So it's a huge job in this year. Ah. <laughs> now, my most important question is, where is the coffee? Because parkruns love coffee. Well, in Australia we do. Hopefully in Italy no. you do as well. Where's yeah. the coffee? <laughs> yes. We, we have some coffees nearby, so it's about 1500 meters walking. You can go. Just follow the road. So it's just coffee, one left and one right. You can go. 
have coffee, cappuccino, pastries uh, as you want, but here we are famous for fruit. We are named for fruity park run. Fruit park run. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for putting on a wonderful event, Ricardo, and maybe one day I'll see you back here. Or you can come visit me in Australia. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Absolutely. I'll see you around. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. I'm impressed. All right. I'm here with Susie. Now, Susie, uh, Ricardo said you started this park run. Is that right? Yes, I did. Oh, so uh, what was that like, all in your lonesome? It was, well, when I started it, it was pre, I started planning it in uh, 2019, so I, I thought it was quite easy, but then suddenly it wasn't anymore. <laughs> then suddenly COVID, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I, the reason we did it, we have a, we had another park run on the other side of oh, Florence, but right on the other side of Florence. Yeah. And I wanted to open one on this side of Florence, so I went through all the motions. It's not that difficult. Okay. Um, it's, it's really not that difficult, and I had a core team, which is, is normally the hardest part. So putting together the core team was really was really easy, but then we had our start date for May 2020, and that's when it all went really badly pear shaped. Yes, but since then you've started up and you've you've got an absolutely stunning location. I know we're lucky. It's a new park, and it was finished in uh, 2019. It's actually not a park; it's overflow for a river that comes down there called the Mainsula or for backup from the Arnos. If you look at these, they're actually water collection basins. I had a look as I was running over yeah. the bridge. Yeah. Oh, does it flood? It's never rained since. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> since that doesn't help. It has never rained since. <laughs> One day. Okay, well, thanks for putting together a beautiful park run. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And if you ever come round to Australia, uh, look us up in um, Where are anywhere. You? Oh, I'm in WA in uh, Tamworth Wetlands Park Run. Okay. So, yeah, come along, say hi. Wet wetlands? Yeah, we run around a swamp. We need that now. Oh, we're not the mosquitoes. You keep the mosquitoes. Aren't we? They're okay. You just got to okay. worry about the kangaroos and the gigites. Okay. All right. Oh, God. All right, then. Thanks so much for coming. All right. Thank you so much. I'll see ya. Right. I found more Australians. We bloody pop up everywhere. I'm here with Mia, Tony, Beck, Leland. All right, everyone whose names I cannot remember. I'll have to play that back. Yeah. How was park run today? Hot and dry. Very beautiful. Yeah, it was awesome. Loved it. Beautiful. So bad now. <laughs> oh come on! It was. It was lovely. It was it's lovely. Fine. It was. Now I've I've chatted to them. They reckon coffee is like fifteen hundred meters that way. It's not terribly good, is it? Must be an Italian thing not having coffee right next to Park Run. <laughs> it's nothing's like Melbourne coffee anyway. Oh hi, yeah, yeah, whatever. Mm. <laughs> so wh what are we up to? Uh, where's Where's the next Park Run for everyone after this? Back home. Back home? Home. Yeah. home. home. No place like home. Well, gang, it's been lovely, and uh, maybe we'll bump into each other some other day. Yeah. If you're ever in Australia and in WA, look us up at uh, Tamworth Wetlands Park Run. Okay. And uh, I'll catch you around. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. See ya. See ya. Good morning, everyone. Beck here. I'm at Shell Harbour, run directing for today. It's Ollie's birthday. He's just finished his run. He's having a look at the cake, and I'm going to run around real quick and have a word to a couple people who are here to wish him a big happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Ollie. I hope you have a great day. From your friends, Brennan M. Pass it over to Brennan. Happy birthday, Ollie. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for everything you've done for Shell Harbour Parkrun and Parkrun itself. All the best. Okay. 40 years ago, Hornsby, got to hang the washing out first, waters are broken, get driven up the hill to the hospital, whole day later, let's get the anaesthetist off the golf course, 7.30pm, he was born, 
cute as a button. I was told he was a girl, but I woke up hours later to find I had a boy. No name fix. Unknown Spake. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ollie. Ollie, well done mate, 40 years old and uh, lots of park runs, uh, so grateful mate for all that you do for this community and uh, looking forward to the next 40 years, hope you're just as ugly back then as you are now, thanks buddy. Happy birthday Ollie from here and here at Shell Harbour, thanks for everything you do, hope you enjoy the cake, hope you had a great run and you're amazing, thanks Ollie. And grazie Cam, uh, ciao Cam, um, <laughs> reporting from Mensola in beautiful Florence in Italy. And uh, it was lovely to hear uh, of, of Cam there chatting with Ricardo, the RD, and Susie, and uh, also some, some Aussies, some Aussie tourists. Where are they hailing from, Ollie? <laughs> or should I say Luigi? Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne. 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 That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Godness. One day you'll say it right. I will. I will one day, but uh, not today. Um, but moving on, Mel, we have mail. You've got mail. And uh, <laughs> we, we have some correspondence from Brett Bailey, and I think you may have instigated this, Mel. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Brett says, hi, team. Nice pod, Melon Talk. We were a bit late listening this week, sitting in the spa on Sunday evening post-Bathurst. Hmm. Who won again? Go Kiwi. Anyway, we were disturbed to hear Mel infer we missed Parkrun last week due to overindulging. <laughs> in fact, yeah, we were called in, help marshal in a new road relay nearby, which doubled as the New Zealand Road Relay Champs. Uh, we had to meet at our assigned position at 8.30am, so sadly we were unable to attend Parkrun. Runner was highly disappointed. A great pod and love the work by our wonderful daughter, Rebecca, a.k.a. Beck, baker extraordinaire. She never baked cakes like that when she was at home. They never do. <laughs> Sadly, we won't make Palm 24 next year, but we are planning a visit to the West Island at Christmas with the full quadruple Bailey shot in attendance. Beck has planned a couple of New Zealand... Uh, Freudian slip there. <laughs> That's not going to be edited out, is it? Uh, Beck has no. planned a couple of New South Wales park runs for us then. We also have another visit booked for the Gold Coast early June. Love your work, Brett. Oh, yay. So all cleared up. Yes. Yes, no overindulging. They <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. It was a joke. Uh, and yes, yes, the reference there. So Shane Van Ginsbergen uh, with back-to-back -back Bathurst crown. And um, Doesn't sound like a very Kiwi name. <laughs> well, yeah, so he and Richie Stanaway, I was otherwise occupied, so I didn't get to see um, the key parts there. But, uh, but uh, yes, a Kiwi pairing taking out the race. I believe some of the crew were uh, in attendance. However, I should say we had our very own office lady, Sam Schroeder, and her Luke mm -hmm. on the scene at Bathurst. That's right. Scouting for the punish. Yeah, we should have had her doing 
reports or something. Didn't think of that, did we? Could have got pit reports. Yeah. Next year. (laughs) Or a couple of weeks' time. Yep. Oh, true, true, true. Ah, but Mel, that was it for our emails. And uh, we'll keep it a bit light this week because I haven't done my homework. Um, (laughs) And uh, (laughs) it's it's a busy week. So... um, we will skip Dazza's. My apologies, Dazza, and to everyone that did attend. But thank you once again, everyone, for your lovely messages and uh, helping me enjoy vicariously all of your parkrun adventures in Dazza's. We're going to skip on to the Consolidated Club report, though, Mel, because I, I'd like to know how we're doing. Oh, of course you would. <laughs> the Adventurers Consolidated Club Report for Saturday the 7th of October 2023. Of a total of 477 members, 378 took part on this date in 12 countries across 196 locations. In the UK, there were adventurers at 27 events, three in Italy and South Africa, two in Germany and the USA, and one each in Denmark, Ireland, Netherlands, Poland and Singapore. Locally, we had adventurers at 40 events in New South Wales, 38 events in Victoria, 37 events in Queensland, 14 in South Australia, 9 in WA, 5 in the ACT, the North Island and Tassie had 4, the South Island had 2, and there was 1 in the Northern Tree. Um, I like that little tip of the hat to New South Wales being a speedy <laughs> New South Wales in honour of your uh, your speed record at New South Wales there, Mel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and internationally, um, we also had four adventurers at Fountains Abbey, uh, which included Helen and Andy Rutter, Amanda Murray Hunt, and William Botton. And uh, I guess it's also on me to... Uh, <laughs> To mention that the Scarboroughs were also uh, all in attendance uh, for adventurers there in Germany at... Um, yeah, where were they? Uh, Ruben Bruschi. Oh, good work, Ollie. I didn't look that up, so my apologies. <laughs> Where's Ralph when you need him? Now, locally, Ollie, our largest friends, we had 10 adventurers at Schlaber, but we also had seven at South Toowoomba. They were Roger and Barbara Luther. Catherine and Ian Greenstreet, Russell and Pauline Taylor, and Denise Orton. Great to see some representation there, everyone. Um, Some PBs. So congratulations to some Adventurer PBs achievers out there, which included Adrian Haywood, uh, 6531170, running a PB at Beaufort Lake, 2515. Uh, very fast. And Kay Anthony, 302, 7444, ran a PB at Lake Wallace. Also very fast, 19.09. And thirdly, Matt Hopcraft, 6919, ran a PB at Pakenham, 23.09. Lightning fast. And we've got another new statistic for our listeners this week, Ollie, and it is adventurer milestones drawn from those in our Adventurers Club. The following people ran milestones. Sally Gutierrez, 6907248, ran her 100th milestone. Blake Wells, 2178118, ran his 100th milestone. And Tony Everingham, 6887398, ran his 100th milestone. So a uh, triple 
hundredth there, are we? That's right, triple triple hundred. And um, just as a side note, um, Beck, that's where he was. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you missing? Tony or Blake? No, Blake. Blake. Oh. Blake is a Shell Harbour regular who wasn't there when we called out his 100th milestone on Saturday. He was in Albury, I believe. Uh-huh. So congratulations, Blake. And remember, if you would like us to track these achievements, you can add the Adventurous Club as one of your five affiliations on your Parkrun profile. Now, I was looking up some more statistics, Ollie earlier today and i counted that australia (laughs) (laughs) what is statistic mel (laughs) oh gee i don't know it might highlight something you know um so so far this year in australia there's been 21 new events Mm. now victoria (laughs) tops the leaderboard with seven of those 21 new events there's been four this year in WA and also four in Queensland. South Australia has had three and there's been one each in Tasmania, ACT and New South Wales. So I don't know if this is huge growth this year, Ollie. This this doesn't feel like a great number for being in October. It's not a large number, is it? No. No. I mean, growth is good. Oh, a- a- absolutely. So is sustenance, but... um. <laughs> Yeah, um, it, it's not a large number, and I, I think we've we've grown accustomed. Um, you know, obviously, pandemic times notwithstanding, we've grown accustomed to growth. So, um, it, it, it'll be interesting to see where it does go from here. Yeah. Well, I also did note that this year there has been three new events launched in New Zealand and four in Japan. So, that's uh, covering our part of the planet. Yes. My mind is is ticking through all these different theories about um, yeah, the the number relativities, but uh, I will move on. As otherwise, I will tie myself in bundles. We did have a launch though in the park run world, Mel. So, mm-hmm. Phonic Lane Farm Park Run in Gainsborough, in Lincolnshire, or Lincolnshire, sorry, in the UK, uh, launched at the weekend. So two laps around farm fields taking place on a working farm, uh, which um, in this case uh, means no dogs allowed and not suitable for buggies. But uh, congrats to the 99 participants at the event with one person running their first park run. That's uh, also perhaps unusual. So that one event coming in on... International Park Run birthday. Mm. One for the whole the whole world. Hmm. Whole That's world. interesting. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, moving on, looking forward. We heard today that the adventurous shirts, the last batch that we just offered recently, they were dispatched today, Ollie. So adventurers oh. who ordered those woo-hoo, can expect delivery within a week in Australia. And if you are one of the people overseas that did place an order, hopefully within two to three weeks, you should be receiving yours. Excellent. Excellent. I know a few people that are looking out for those. Um, I'm not sure what else we have to look forward to on that list, Mel. I know the punish is coming up, so we'll we'll stay tuned and 
I believe I I won't be I won't be speaking to you on the pod until I see you there in no. um, in real life. So uh, I do look forward to that. But there are some parkrun days to attend to prior to that. So uh, may I ask what you have in store this coming parkrun day? Yes, I will be venturing to the um, Mornington Peninsula. Oh, that one, yes. southeast. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it is, of course, finally my eldest daughter's wedding on Friday. Yeah. So I will attempt to get this podcast edited and released in time for my departure down mm-hmm. to the peninsula to enjoy the festivities of my daughter's wedding. It is on Friday, so I will remain overnight in location and get up and enjoy a beach park run at Rosebud. Sounds divine. What a way to enjoy it. And Mm. uh, congratulations to your daughter. Thank you. To you, to everyone. I hope it's a wonderful, wonderful special day. I get to read a speech. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky I've had all this uh, experience writing notes for the pod. That's right. We're all just here to help you um, practice for the big day this (laughs) week. No pressure. No. (laughs) Yeah, and my sister's going to join me, my sister Cassie, uh, who has Ah, done a few park runs over the years and attended a few of my different milestones. She is also going to be in attendance at the wedding and has promised that she will pack her runners and her barcode and join me on Saturday morning at Rosebud Park Run if I promise to go in the water afterwards. So, okay, looks like I'm having a dip after my run. That sounds like a good day, yeah. (laughs) But what about you, Ollie? Where will you be? Will you be back at Schlawa? I will be back at Schlaber. I am expecting to be volunteering in some capacity. Uh, It also happens to be someone else's birthday this weekend, so I will – yeah, I'll stay close to home and, and make sure that um, that's at least acknowledged and um, <laughs> prepare for my next adventure, which is coming up the week after. Great. All right. Well, you have a good week. Enjoy your home park run. But as always, everyone, you can contact us via Park Run Adventures on Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That is it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. Mm-hmm.